0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of Biblioscapes and Discussion. Today, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by photographer David Baker. Good morning, David.
1: Morning, and hello, everybody.
0: How are you? You keeping well?
1: Yeah, fine, thanks. Thanks so much. And you, yeah?
0: Yeah, it's not bad it's the weekend, so can't complain to be perfectly honest, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's been been pretty busy. But uh, obviously, we're here to talk about your latest book, uh, March Days, which quite, isn't quite the same physical dimensions as Sea Fever. Sorry, I had to get that in at some point. Um, but before we get into talking about your book, David, it would be great if you could give everyone a, a brief introduction to your, your photograph, photographic background.
1: Sure. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm David Baker. Uh, last five years, I've lived in northeast Aberdeenshire with the Creative Powerhouse at Shona Grand. And for the 54 years before that, I lived, except for one year, in Hampshire. Um, I've got no long-term photographic background at all, and only became interested in photography in 2003. Um, I was a very enthusiastic online gamer, and that was very stressful. And during a hiatus of that, um, I didn't know what to do, so I thought I'd maybe to learn the guitar, I thought I was going to be Paul Weller. That never panned out at all.
0: <laughs> that was a very
1: a line of men of a certain age in the music shop. And then a former gaming pal said, "Hey, you know, i bought one of these digital SLRs, and he knew that for the last six months I'd used a very small digital Canon to record visits to stone circles, burial chambers, standing stones, holy wells, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Yeah. So he said, why don't you do this? So I bought a 300D and immediately thought, what have I got myself into? And But Southampton then had a fantastic library and I got books out and I learned, got magazines and stuff and what have you. And after a couple of months, uh, a pal Jamie said, I'm starting a photo blog. Why don't you start a photo blog? And we started posting photos on the photo blogs and on the gaming forum Yep. and in 2004, I started my blog, Milo um, Vision, and it's been going ever since. And that surprised me how much um, I've engaged with photography. I always thought I had some creativity because at school I wanted to be an architect, but that didn't pan out very well. So there we are. Extra hard, double maths was needed. So
0: very good, yeah. And, he, and he, here you are today, having a just self-published March Days which is not your first book you have ventured out into the book world before you had uh, one with the uh, cozy books I think it was as well and you've obviously yeah. had Triple Kite which is the enormous uh, sea fever that requires special shelving to to be accommodated and um, or you
1: can or you can fold it in half yeah, that's
0: that's I've never tried that. I'll maybe give that a go, Wendy. Um but obviously, yeah, March Days is your your latest book. So what what kind of brought that about? Um,
1: excuse me, I've been a always I've exhibited a lot and um I've just got tired of that. I had a very big exhibition down in Southampton and I thought I'd give that a rest for a bit. Yeah. So I wanted to get some work out there. And um, Sean had made these beautiful handmade books and concertina books and everything else, and I thought, oh well, I'll try this. And also spurred on by the Bibil escapes forums, people's um, adventures in that arena. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, um, what's the subject I've got? So it's March days. So all the photographs in that book is of the sands of Forfait, yeah, and they're all taken on one day in March. And there's a little joke in there because of the huge march from the car park all the way out to the Santa Forgo. If you're living down south, or if you go to, say, South US, you can almost literally park on the beach, and you've got, like, a, maybe a 200-yard walk. Yes, yep. <laughs> so, and I was like oh, this is a route march, off we go. But... Um, it's quite stunning up there. When I first went there, I was just interested in the sea. The dunes were not so bothered, but it was always about the, the sea. And so, latterly, I've got loads and loads of pictures of abstracts. I wanted a certain type. I wanted a certain type of weather. So I knew I wanted a project just on one day. Yeah. And I was very fortunate that everything came together. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic body of work. I remember seeing you share many of your images, over over social media over a period of time, so it's lovely to see it come together in printed form because it's it's far more enjoyable to view the work structured and laid out as, as you've intended it to. Um, and it, it was yeah, just just great. I love the shapes, the textures, the patterns. Unfortunately, yeah. there's no major June systems, uh, down near us. But uh, yeah, as as you say, you, you plan the day, you know the conditions you're looking for. And, and you come away with some great, some f- fantastic work that all works really well together.
1: Well, that's very kind, thanks. And I love it. It's down to you for editing as well. So I sent you two, three. You sent me a video back, of um, which was brilliant, but it was much more than I expected. So that was fantastic. Thank you. And I've always worked in a sort of project scenario, not intentionally, but it just seems to have fallen out that sort of way. You yeah. know? And I wanted to... Usually, I wanted to use someone local as well, so I just did a search and I found there was um, a printing firm in Turf, which is about, which is a place, and it's about twelve miles north of me. And (laughs) it's, uh, it's, um, yeah, they do lots of little things that you might imagine, like catalogues and um, flyers and vinyls for vans and stuff. And I went along and said, "Can you handle this?" And they're a small team. They've been going since nineteen eighty three. And they got a very young graphic designer in there, and she said, Yeah, yeah, we could do this sorts of things. And that was fantastic. So I knew I wanted A4, I knew I wanted the images to be six by eight. Yep. um, in there. And uh we were limited to some degree by the paper and stuff, that didn't matter. So it's an experiment of sorts to see whether it would work. And um it's nice to have something. Tactile. I, I take the view that sometimes, like, you know, if, if you get knocked down by the number fifty-two bus, people aren't going to scare your hard drives for pictures. But if you've got a book of your work, your project on the shelf, then people will pick that up, and yeah. they think, "What on earth was he thinking?" But at least they picked it up. You
0: know. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And I think I think it's great to hear you. You've been working with a local print firm as well. Many of us, myself included, have reached out to the online services Mixam You Love Print. Who all do a great job, but I, I think it's I think it's an entirely different experience when you can engage with a local print firm and get some get some hands-on advice from them and you can go along, see what the print quality is yeah. like, see them see the paper options they've got.
1: Well, the other good thing about that was that he showed me around uh, a tour of the print works, and there's other things that they can do which would be fantastic I thought I can use within the sort of art practice. That's very good. Yeah. Prior to this, I had had a book for the exhibition done by Wells Printing, which was a, as you might imagine, an exemplary, fantastic experience. And Greg was just like, just, yeah, perfect. I just handed everything over to him and he produced (laughs) this thing and that that was like, no aggravation at all. But this time I thought I wanted to see it be a bit more, um, see how it actually worked and that sort of stuff. So um, I was very pleased. Yep. There's a couple which need. There's a couple which you might imagine had a, a couple of errors on, but that was mostly done by the binder. But yes. um, and I think a printer may say, "Well, look, you know, if you get one or two that's wasted, then so be it." But tariff printing are redoing those, so that's really nice.
0: Yeah. But very good of them. Yeah, I, lo- I love the shape, the, the scale of it, and I think it, it works really well for the, for the format of the images as well. But obviously, how many shots had you come back with, and how, how was the curation process down to the ones that you finally selected?
1: Um, it's really down to battery exhaustion. And... Uh... <laughs> weather when I got there it was like overcast. And I thought, oh no. <laughs> and then it's slightly, then it's slightly changing clouds, which was lovely. And then it got to no cloud, mostly no clouds and sun, which is what I wanted. Um but I'm a great deleter of images in camera. So right. I will take review, no good, delete. So I came back with um I don't know how many in there, probably about twice what i've got in the book I'd okay say. yeah yeah maybe that sorts of stuff sometimes it's like um the same view but maybe slightly pulled in or yes. that sorts of yeah. thing or other times i've got images that work wonderful on their own but they don't work initially we laid them out like a concertina book yeah and they work beautifully and then when i started putting them in into that affinity publisher i realized that that relationship was broken and yeah. you wanted ones that were facing that work quite well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I don't, yeah, I don't have a lot of skill in that in that
0: regard. I have a rough idea, but, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I would say much the same. I think you just have, you just have to start. You've got to make a start at some point. And once you've done, the, I think, the first edit and you begin to look through it, obvious things begin to jump out at you. Because, as you say, if you're laying them all out in a big, long line, then you see an entirely different relationship of one image flowing to the next three or four yeah. images. But when, as you say, when they're then on two pages, the, the relationship's entirely differently. And they've really got to work very well with the, with the images. Opposite each other, but I think I think it's great. I I love the I love particularly love the shots where it's two separate shots, but looks as looks as though it could be a single shot that's just been split in two, um, and then just the variations as well between uh, closer in and, and maybe wider out of the same subject or same area of the dunes.
1: Well, that that's important to say that they're not like one image. That's yep. been split in two. They're, they are all individual images, and just by. I'm um, after about sort of 20 minutes there I was getting into my stride knowing what I wanted. Yeah. This is unusual for me because normally I would go out and just, um, you know, to see what, I, just respond to something and usually you come back, you know, you often see on social media people say, hey, look at my new project, fantastic, keep tuned and you think, there's the one image and then nothing else happens. So yes. you often look back and think I've got something and then you, um, you know. Or so, but um, yeah, I've got another lot of very dark contrast images. Whether yeah. I do a publication with that, I don't know. I've got an awful lot of abstracts. I'm very happy with. Yeah, got 700 of those.
0: That's quite a monster. Monster. <laughs> about that. that is. <laughs> that
1: that that's what first. Um, Got me, got me really looking. There was just taking my little Sony camera, my little Sony uh, handheld. Well, of course it's handheld. What am I talking about? My little Sony camera.
0: Handheld <laughs> camera. Fancy that.
1: <laughs> oh yes, all the mod cons here. All things adventurer. I take my twenty by sixteen field camera, and I just was just <laughs> looking at looking at the ground, thinking, "This is good. This is fantastic. This is good." I was, I wish my pal Andy Bell from Deceptive Media was a, he does a lot of abstract work. He's, I don't take images like him and vice versa, but he's such inspirational. Yeah. Because I used to go out uh, mostly for a chit chat or leather, as they say in Scotland, I believe. <laughs> and then you go out there and then about 20% of taking images and you're thinking, we were in the same location, and he's come back with this. And his abstract stuff was just fantastic. He would love it up there; it'd be brilliant. Yeah, you, know?
0: yeah, you could spend a lot of time. But yeah, it's, it's interesting that I've you've obviously been sharing some of the, the darker images as well. Um, so it'd be interesting just to see the the very contrast because March days is obviously the the tones are very very light, but very very defined shapes as well.
1: Well, in in the March day stuff, it's just a case of shooting raw. I guess in Camera Raw, I just click Auto and I put the right up to the max to almost to eclipse the whites, and I just yes. put desaturate, and then that's that. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's just very enjoyable being out there more than anything else. You know? yeah.
0: So, yeah. Well, that's it. It's nice to approach. It's nice to approach something as a project on a single day. That that's it. It's it's not something that has to last three or four years before you've got the body of work done. It's it's a case of well, actually you know what you're looking for, you know the conditions you're looking for. And then as you say, once you begin to get into your stride, um, you just need to make sure there's no footprints from someone else who's it, who's beat you to it. And mm.
1: yeah. the very thought what what is take, John Gibbs up there again? What's he yeah,
0: doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, take take your rake with you so you can just yeah smooth everything <laughs> out afterward.
1: <laughs> I like that that's a great idea. Man seen in dunes with child plastic rake. <laughs> I'm an it. artist. Um, your usual thing is not human footprints. Is that there's an awful lot of dog footprints yeah, all over. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but, but uh, everything's off limits there until September because a big turn breeding season. So. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, much 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 harder, much different. And do you think do you think that uh, the darker and the darker set of images and the more abstract set of images might make it to to book form or some maybe, printed form as well?
1: Yeah, may, may, maybe. Um, both March days and the darker ones, which are called January days, they've all got some form of sky in there. Yeah. Whereas the abstracts are merely ground or June side. Yeah. And. Sometimes, like in the January days, the ideal conditions are a low sun and remains of an awful lot of frost. Yes. Because yep. then it's fantastic. I've been there in heavy snow, and whilst oh, it's nice. lovely, it's not the same. It's mm-hmm. this sort of – you know what landscapers are like. The clouds aren't right. The weather's absolutely, not bright, Absolutely. The wind's yep. in the wrong place. That tree's not there, but et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But you go out, and you usually – there's something you get. Yes. You know.
0: Well that that that's it. We we can we can find any possible complaint about weather conditions and they're all entirely justifiable. There's 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 no denying that at the end of the day, conditions have got to be absolutely perfect, and while 99% of the time it's not bad, um yeah, you're always very much looking for what works and and as you say you know the subject matter of the dunes, so it it does is like Heavy snow compared to a nice hard frost just gives you an entirely different image and an entirely different no, yeah, for, yeah. for 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 the subject matter as well, and it doesn't necessarily come across quite as clearly as uh, as if you've got a nice hard frost that really just highlights and outlines all, all of the shapes and the textures
1: as well. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic out there. It's, it's quite surprised me how much I've been engaged by it, really, which is good. Yeah, you know, you go for a, a, a hiatus sometimes, and you're thinking you know you know you think about ideas rather than locations and yes sometimes you try to force things and it's not good and then uh, before yeah. you know something comes up and slaps you around the chops which is good yeah
0: well that that's it. and when it when it comes naturally it's even far it's even more enjoyable because it, it just flows and you're you're not having to push push and push and push for something that's not actually there just to try and try and create something
1: yeah, oh, yeah, very much. I've always been quite in, engaged by it because I've, I've uh, as I mentioned, I've got other projects and other publications I've done, other projects which used just for myself. Yeah, there's a big project in the New Forest which was um, fantastic, and that was born out of an idea of showing people what the very popular spots look like out, yes. out with their, their visiting times, what it looked like yep. at 5 a.m. and that sorts of stuff. And that just grew and um so I did a small book of that as well um yep. and that was exhibited a few times and uh, I've always enjoyed that sort of forest stuff which is good yep.
0: yeah yeah no shortage of forests up in up in the north northeast of
1: Scotland no. no, no so no, no. But I I've been if you usually it's now it's been sort of like more like fields and things which are unusual for me because you don't you get fields in Himself, obviously, but it's not—it's um, <laughs> not very engaging, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But here yep. it's something else. Yeah. yeah, beautiful fields and all your the field lines, the tractor lines, and everything as well. And you've—I know you've been—you know you've been doing a series and pylons as well, which is always uh, always quite interesting to see.
1: I I did a a uh, with an ongoing project of say um, when we moved here we got a custom os map where you can put your address right in the center the yes. trouble is it's right in the center of the crease isn't it <laughs> and, and then we drew um a line about a mile or more from the house and said let's see what we can do in that and yep. uh, someone's discontinued it but other people have carried on doing it and i've got a good <laughs> i've got a big body of work now looking at um Hill, the hillside near us, the, the pylons, the fields, the tree line, agricultural, yeah. um, the rivers, or bones, I suppose, and that sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. But the pylons was just—I was at there last night actually because they cleared the field, the turf. And so it was fantastic. And the weather was really stormy. That sort of backlit stormy. And it's dark, and every, all the greens are luscious. So I legged it out there. and By a time it's only about. Three minutes around the corner, but it was shifting. But the pylons where they they built a new substation looked fantastic. So I was, you know, A few pictures. Well, yeah, messing around there as you do, you know. So it was good. Yeah, I did apply to say, can I, um, you know, go into this uh, into the substation to photograph it? They said no because of health and safety or so.
0: You can kind of understand. One one wrong one wrong step and uh, David Baker is no more.
1: Oh, uh, my dad worked for the electricity board in 1958. What more do they want, for God's sake? Yeah. Well
0: that that that's it, I suppose, but and do you see some of these on these projects coming to the forefront in terms of books or maybe handmade books? I know you did a collaboration obviously with Shona. Um Well, one? yes,
1: that was that was inspired by uh, a book and yeah. um, because uh, we're very fortunate where we are and we've got, well, you, you know, and we've got all these mature trees and I yep. thought I wanted you to make some sense of that and uh, I was printing on this sort of kosu uh, agawami bamboo paper and it had a very sort of Japanesey charcoal-y feel and Shana said well we could do a book you know channeling like a sort of Japanese style book and stuff and um I printed them the rest of it
0: was uh, Showing so up, Yeah, it's a it was a it was a beautiful book you kindly sent me it so I could have a wee look through. But uh, yeah, really, really nice and the Lovely, ten- yeah. the attention to detail and I, I can only imagine. Well I've seen Shona's notes in terms of how she how she oh, gosh, put yeah. it together. So yeah. yeah, a real work of art. As you say, it was uh, maybe ninety-five percent, five percent in terms of the in terms of the contribution towards towards <laughs> that project. But but yeah, it must it must be very inspiring as well to be able to see Shona's work and how that can translate to how you can present different bodies of work oh, for yourself.
1: Gosh, yes. And it's good for her as well, because she I think she's had two commissions for almost exactly the same book. Not with not with my photographs. Gosh. Yes. Why why would they want that? But with yeah. pictures of dry stone walls and something else. Yeah. Um, but I just loved it because I've got a um, um, – Shren made me a print portfolio and I've got about 70 of these three photographs printed on A4 Kozu, um, not Kozu paper, um, Agawami paper, yep. and they just look fantastic. It's a lovely way to, to, to look at things. So yeah. I tend to always print a project anyway. I've got loads of little projects, C Scottish C squares, about seventy images in the portfolio. Yeah. Um, my New Forest work, um, other bits and bobs. All the pylon work has all been printed out on nice paper. You know, um, usually the photo speed paper, the natural soft texture bright white, which is just fantastic. I just and yeah. uh, so I just print that, put them in a portfolio, and usually they go in the drawer, and you think mentally you finished with it. You see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I know you're a prolific printer. I can see in, in the background you've got your your new metallic or your new magnetic board for, for looking at your work. And, um, and I think it's very important. I think a lot of people don't necessarily print their work as often or the first time they print it is when they're maybe wanting to publish a zine or, or something about it. But it's great to see the final image coming out and be able to actually just sit down and enjoy it. And it's partly why I got into making just the the small stab and stitch books for myself was because instead of having a box of prints I prefer to be just put them all together s- stab a few holes in them stitch them together yeah. and then you can sit down and just enjoy your work and as you create new images for that set or whatever it is just undo the stitching put them back in change the order and and, and sew it all back up again and as, as you say oh. it's, it's so different looking at it yes. on, on a book than it is looking at on, on your hard drive.
1: I mean, it needn't be expensive. I used to, and I still do, is I would put, say, in Photoshop, make, uh, put 15 images on one page of A4 as a PDF, print the PDF, yeah. and then cut it up, and you've got them there, you see. But now I tend to use the little six by four, you know, printed paper you get everywhere in, you know, in Curry's and got Dixon's, whatever it's called, and everything else. and It works quite yeah. well to get an idea. Yeah. And I like the idea of actually putting things on the wall. I used, I've still got on the wall now pieces of cardboard which I've put up. I used to pin things in and that sorts of stuff and uh, new things about, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, it's good. And uh, there may be more more books out. Um, this has been quite an education really on yeah. um, you know, the book production, about what's needed and that sorts of stuff, and laying things out. Um, if I did the March days again, there's a couple of things I do differently, but absolutely, uh, you know. But uh, that's 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 you know, live and learn by all this, you know. Yeah. Well, that that's it. Uh, um, uh, um, carry on. No, 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 no. It's, it's just I've made as we've talked before. I've made, you know, you get like through blurb, you get these sort of magazines and things and stuff. And uh, when we last on South East, I did a, you know, the bus shelters. I don't know what drew me to them, but it's just seemed a fantastic. You know, over two weeks, a little po- little project there, and then you make a little book for yourself, and that's quite lovely, you know. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice way to do, it. and as you say with the with the self publishing thing, it's all a learning experience, and it's it's great way. You just particularly when you're working with new software, you think of things that you you do one and you learn for the for the next project and, and you just build up and experience tells you well, actually I prefer doing this I would change that or whatever it is and
1: yeah.
0: It's, yeah it's it's a learning process but I think it's also good to be able to share the projects that you're kind of working on with other people it's like as you say the the slack group that we run for the forum for biblioscapes is really interesting just to see other people and what projects they're working on and, and the approaches they've taken to to print and curating and 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 getting feedback for their own work
1: oh it's good there's so much creativity and it's fantastic and um people moving into other sort of like non-traditional photography as well that sounds rubbish what am i talking about other forms of photography and and, into different things you know and um it's it's very good it's no limit to and I I love the fact that there are no rules because you know if you're an artist why would you be interested in these rules of course you're not you know you just do whatever you want to do which is wonderful and there's so many different ideas uh, like um, for the pylon book you know I want to have at the end you know a big like fold out thing as well yeah. My my son, he's now thirty two, but he used to have a book called Kipper's Blue Balloon. At the end, the page folded out to this massive blue balloon, and I thought All right. what a lovely thing to do. You get to the end of end of a pylon book, you think what is this? This is a gatefold. Yes, it is, but it folds out into eight squares and it's a big pylon. I don't know. It just seemed to be you know a fun thing to do. You know, the key thing though is is um, it sounds, I, you know. I don't, I never like people do the with me thing, but it is trying to maintain confidence throughout it all. I yes. often admire people who start like a project and see it through. And at some point they might think, what on earth am I doing? But no, they carry on and, and that, that always strikes. And I found this with um, a lot of the projects that you do, you think if you're printing them or so, uh, or if you sell a print you say why, you, why have you chosen that one of all things you yeah, know yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. that confidence thing which is difficult you know yes yeah.
0: Yeah, everyone I, suffers
1: from it it's I say suffers everyone has it to some degree
0: you know yeah I, absolutely it takes time and you, yeah I think everyone goes through a, a point of doubt and as you say someone someone buys a print and you think really you want that one you could have picked that one which is which is far nicer and the images that you prefer are generally the ones that uh, other people don't and the ones that you think ah, it's an okay image in the set are the ones that everyone think is, thinks is, is the best image out of them lot. But for me also as well, the, the, the beauty of books is is that you they they don't they're not all wow standalone images. It's it's got to work as part of the sequence and it's got to work as, as part of the book. So um how, how did you how did you find when you were sequencing the work yourself for the first time?
1: Um, yeah, it was, um, you thought every image has to stand on its own, but it's if the relationship is saying the joining image which you've got a double page spread, if that's enhanced. That's, yeah. that's quite nice, you know, so and you want a commonality of tone tone. So that really helped a great deal. Um, it's nice if you see, like, um, Ian Sargent's Edge of the Ordinary books, you think, you see opposing images. image, you think, what's going on here? Then you suddenly, you know, get it, and it's fantastic. So I wanted something where there was, at least people would see, oh, yeah, I can see why that image is next to that image. And, yep. um, so that was, yeah, that was quite an interesting thing for me, because normally I will just throw things at a wall and say, that I do, you know, I like this one, I like that one, I like this one. And Shona then sort of beat it into some form of shape by saying, you know, you've got a, and um, just a diverse, in the Jackdaw's book that she made for me, the uh, ones on the Aguami paper, the big concertina, they all work because it's like a lovely up and down flow, like a wave. You know? yep. That's something I never saw, which but she saw. So with this, I... I these are quite good because um, of this you know like for example there's a lot of strong foreground here and everything else and which you sort of picked up as well there was some and on the first edit there was a couple which was which I like but yeah but what are they doing there for and you've got to be quite uh, strong on that yeah yeah um but yeah I um, it was it's really, it really good and um the amount of time you spend on this relatively simple book is disproportionate, <laughs> <Yeah>. sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. well, that what else you gonna
0: do? Yeah, well, that that's it. And the thing is, because it's your own work, you you really it really becomes very personal. And as you say, it's it's the relationship to what's on the other page on the opposite side of the page, but also it's the flow from what is in the pages before to what is the pages afterwards, so that there is a natural flow through, and you're not looking at one set of images and then the next page they're entirely contrasting and so on and so forth it's getting it's getting a nice natural flow through the book as well of be that a connection through subject matter theme shapes tones whatever it is and um, which i think yeah works works beautifully well in march days
1: well so sometimes you may have a project which you think i want it to be a book but it won't work as a book i've got this series of um, C squares, which are like from Tyree, U.S., Burnery, mm. <clears throat> Eroski. They're all colour matched. I've deliberately matched the tones and they're all, and I've got divisions, waves, horizon, rock. And I love them. And we laid them all out and Shona said, you know, it may work as an exhibition, but I don't think you've got the commonality enough to flow it for a yep. book. I thought I'll show you, but no. But she's, she's, she's of course she was right. So I've still, but I've still got the little prints there, and I'm thinking I don't know. I, I had another go of it the other day. And I don't think it's going to work as a book or so. So I thought, well, in that way, that part is now done, ticked, and I can move on, push it away, and not think about it. So that's quite good in that respect. Yeah. I've got prints of all the, you know, in in a portfolio, but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. an education and a learning thing in in,
0: in yourself. Really, yeah, so, absolutely. And what, uh, what you think might work as a book doesn't nec- as you say, doesn't necessarily work as a book. And what you think won't work as a book might actually make a very good book. And but it might be a concertina book as opposed to more of your traditional format, depending on how the how the flow of the images works better. Um,
1: well, that's a good thing with some of these works like we're working with, Shana, is that her book form is very much linked to the subject matter. She wouldn't yes. produce a book and say, hey, look at my bookmaking skills, and you've got these images in there. The form works with the image, and that's kind that's of an interesting thing, really. Yes. If you do a tunnel book, it works very well with woodland but wouldn't necessarily work very well with, say, cloudscapes or so, what have you. So there's that lovely...
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree that, yeah, the the book, the form of the book has to work for the images and it's not taking a set of images and saying, right, I'm going to make a concertina book because that's the book I want to make. As you say, you might have a series of images that works far better in, in a different format of book and... Um, but it's it's great and it is wonderful to see uh, particularly so many people who, who handmade books just to, just to see the different forms and oh. functions that they take, really inspiring stuff and an art piece of art in itself.
1: That, that's right. I mean when I was in Southampton I did a book I was looking for something. so I did a liner cutting course. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I did a screen painting thing. Mm, that might be all right. Would block thing? No, most definitely not. And I did a bookmaking thing. You made a small book with a slipcase. Well, mine was very—I uh, don't know—if you're into straight lines and, and true mathematics, <laughs> if, I realised if if you're one mil out,
0: then you yeah, might yeah. be
1: two feet out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, when I moved up here, that uh, was recycled, and uh, <laughs> I still got photos of it. And look at that. And it's fantastically bad. But, you know, I was trying trying something. And so I've always got these admiration of people who give these things a go. And you never know. You give it a go, and it might transform your life artistically. You know, it might be fantastic. Where have you been? Yeah. You know, a good friend of Shona's did 50 years now. She was a um, doing printmaking, and she had a day's course in glassmaking. And the last 50 years she's been a glass making artist. I love that happen, chance, where you come across a certain thing. It may well be, and I know a lot of people do bookmaking courses, it may well be that's the course, that's the catalyst for something where it leaps onwards and it's yeah. a wonderful thing, you know.
0: Yeah, a- absolutely pushes your work and it pushes your work or your creative output in a totally new ah, direction. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Fantastic and- stuff.
0: Absolutely. And I know not only a a big photographer, but you're also a big collector of photography books as well. You've got quite, quite extensive shelving with a lot of uh, a lot of very, very nice books. Uh, So I'm very interested to hear your your selection of four or five of your favorite photo books from your own bookshelf. And I can probably I think I can probably guess two of them. I'm not going to say which ones. Um, but uh, I'm interested, I'm interested to see what your <laughs> what your other selections are. So I'll, I'll hand over to yourself for the first selection.
1: Well, first off, I was never that bothered about ph- 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 you know, photography books. I thought, what's the point of them? <clears throat> you know, I've got far more art monographs and monographs, gra- monographs monographs than anything else. Yep. And, but photo books, and I used to have a lot of documentary ones, and a lot of those went when I came up here. But here are the ones that I really like. The first one is Michael Lange, L-A-N-G-E Wald, which I think I believe is German for forest.
0: Yep. Cool.
1: He also done one about a river called Fluss.
0: Yes, for And then he's done,
1: done, he's done one about mountains in the snow, which is not for me. You know, I can't stress about mountains. You can see them from the ground, you know? Yes. Uh, <coughs> but anyway, um, this is a German forest. A lot of it taken at twilight or dawn. And it's extraordinarily dark. I mean, it's beautifully done. You've got the most beautiful work in here. Um, it's subtle greens and stuff and what have you. Like an Al oh, Bryden on steroids.
0: Oh, yes. Yep. Very good.
1: Fantastic stuff. <clears throat> um, I think he, his work is through the same gallery as Geoffrey Conley or so, I think.
0: Oh, the, um, guy, the reason
1: guy. I really like this as well is I came to forest photography late. Mm-hmm. I used to drive through the new forest to get, to the sea, fantastic light in the early morning know, you're going through about 5am. And I used to think this is, well, I hope somebody's enjoying that. And then I stopped one day on the, on the way back, and I thought, this is brilliant. But what chaos? How can you make sense of this chaos in here? You know, what, what, what are the anchor points, etc. Uh, so so with my... branch and that sort of things. It's just superb. I love the darkness of it. I love um, I'm not really inspired by a lot of photo books, but this is something there that's really nice, you know? And it's a nicely produced book as well. Um, There's some across the gutter, which I know you absolutely love. (laughs) Printed across the gutter, yeah, like that, yeah. Sometimes that works. Sometimes you just think, what? You know?
0: yeah. I, I think I think uh, the, the pr- pr- yeah printing across the gutter. I think it, for some images you you maybe just get away with it. Other images I've seen whereby it's you've not got away with it at all. And um, I know it's. I think a lot of people have a love hate relationship with printing across the gutter.
1: It was a nice book, and I got it. It's um, not expensive at all. I got it ages ago. It's really nice. It's a good size. Like a a- yeah. Bigger than A4, and uh, produced by... That's extremely small. I can't see what that says anyway, but it's very nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, and it's a bit like in one... Wanted with um, March Day's minimal text. I've got a book by called Salt by Emily Phillips. The only text in it says Salt Emily Phillips, <laughs> and right, it's okay. about the salt pans. I think in Australia, you've got to go online to see more like it. I love that. I love that thing. What is this about? What are we looking at? You know? Yeah, that's that. Um, the second book, again, Treeburn is the majestic Mitch Epstein's New York Arbor. Oh, right. yeah. Yep. That, that is uh, one of my most favourite uh, photographic books. Um, he's a favourite photographer of mine, and he's taken photographs of trees in various parts of uh, New York. And Lovely. It's a big book, uh, black and white, subtle, taken 89. with his... Camera, I imagine, and that sorts of stuff. Not out. and I look at this every two weeks. I'd say So that's quite good, yeah. isn't it? Like those, uh, so, like, yes, like sure, trees, yeah. and you you, know, you, 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 walk around. Well, no, if I walk around, sometimes I, th- I see a, a subject matter, an abstract, maybe on the side of a barn. I think, I wonder what my pal Andy would make of it. Yeah. Or sometimes you see a a um, uh, sort of container, blue container, where there's metal containers in a field. And I think, hey, that's an Ian Sargent shot right there. And then sometimes you see trees in urban environments. And I think, oh, that's a Mitch Etsy's shot. Right. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah. So it's a beautifully produced book. Very, very lovely. Um, not contrasty at all. Exceptional. Uh, produced by, is it Steidel? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, St-
0: yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: On and on lovely paper. And uh yeah, it's very good. So that's book number two. It comes with a
0: we slip case.
1: Slip case. I'm not a huge fan of slip cases, really. Um so uh, there we go. The other book which is Landmark produced by Thames & Hudson, which is um, an, basically an exhibition catalogue with a fantastic landscape exhibition that took place in Somerset House. Okay. You know, uh, well, obviously we went to Photo London. It was yes. as big as that. It, yeah, it took up all of the size around it. Fa- I went twice. It's fantastic. It's split into um, different types and genres, sublime, pastoral, Playground, scar, control, enigma, hallucination, artifacts. And you you saw work from look at this open here, work from Mark Power, work from uh, Nadiv Kander, um, Keita Hugo, fantastic work. All over Simon Norfolk, Bunsky, you know, just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Right. Um, including American Power, printed at some like nine feet by six feet, and that's images. Sort of that. um, sure. it's fantastic. So yeah, I look at this, I look at this a great deal because um, it goes to show that even though the images are individual, there's a relationship which I really, really, really like. Uh, but that's uh, yeah, a good sized book, hefty book, Thames and Hudson. Um, the other two, you probably guess, I say it's the best for last. I I um I could have chosen any poor heart book, you know, his stuff about yeah. the farmland. Yeah, I could have chosen stuff. any of those. They, they're fantastic. I love looking at the beautifully, beautifully produced books. Yeah. Um, excuse me, <clears throat> pretty much any Michael Kenner book, especially the retrospective one or two. Yeah. Um they were the second, third, second, and third photo books I bought from Beyond Words. I went to the bookshop in Edinburgh, yep. and came back home, and I thought I should have got those books, and so I phoned them up and got them, <laughs> and uh, uh, they were they were fantastic. This is Reverence by Jeffrey Conley, which you know very well, and it's yep. got my favourite photo of his on the cover. Oh uh, yeah,
0: that'd be beautiful. That'd make a
1: fantastic 60th birthday present, would not it?
0: Uh, absolutely. If, if you've got a 60th birthday coming up anytime soon, then definitely a very good birthday <laughs> present. Oh,
1: strange you should mention that. <laughs> but this is um, I think people have um talked about it before. The paper is sublime, isn't it? On here, yeah. Really suits place. his images, and I absolutely love his work. Um really good quite a traditional um this is a trouble bit choosing work like you could have chosen a huge amount of different work you know a bit more experimental work but I, I thought what books do i come back to week after week
0: absolutely and this
1: is this is this is one of them yeah it's a beautiful so that's, book. that's uh, lovely and he did winter as well which was about the third or fourth no but fifth or sixth book i bought and i thought that was just um, fantastic yeah um,
0: they're both sublime books Really are. Yeah.
1: You saw that photo in London, I think. It's just yeah, fantastic. That was, that
0: was one of the printed ones.
1: Uh, and framed, beautifully framed yes. as well. Yeah. I mean, it could have been some documentaries. I went into the Edinburgh Gallery in Edinburgh and they had uh, David Eustace's work, portraits oh, right. of John Byrne printed on this fantastic um, Kozu paper. And they were wonderful work. It's wonderful. Different portraits throughout his life. And it was all presented about, I think it was 10 or 12 uh, photographs in his handmade portfolio. And I just thought,
0: what a
1: wonderful way to present your work. I mean, you know, a lot of people, I don't do photographic talks or so, but I've done one or two. And I used to take you know, like PhotoSpeed photo textured papers with the prints and say, have a fond of feel, you know, have a feel yep. of that. It's miles away from the Kodak paper. People say, yeah. this is fantastic. And you say, yeah, I know it may dull a bit, it may calm the image down a bit, but behind a museum glass or so, pop.
0: Yeah, wonderful.
1: The last book, yeah. <laughs> which for some reason you've yet to acquire, is King Youngman's Jung- Can You Hear the Wind Blow? Yeah. I was mesmerised about this. Again, you don't know really what it's about. There's nothing on it at all that tells you what it is. You have to go on to the publisher's website to say that these are photographs of the trees behind his studio. And I thought, wow. And that inspired me to go photograph the trees in a particular way here. And, and you know your back garden is going to be the other side of the world to somebody. So let's try and get things nice and local. Yep. And uh, yes, I I love the fact that uh, there are things that may not work, shall we say. People might think that sometimes the images have got out-of-focus branches in front of them, or it's just what's going on here. Um, the sheer sort of beautiful, like the graphite Lovely. drawing of things. Uh Amazing. He's the film rebate on as well, which may or may not work or so, but uh, I think it does. You know, he, you're either a fan of that or you're not a fan of that. You know, I mean, there's a yeah. guy there who knows what he's doing. Beautiful. Well, and also, it's a beautiful, beautiful tactile book. And they've left the spine
0: it's, yeah, it's, open. Yeah, lovely.
1: I thought I had a dodgy copy until I went online and had a look. <laughs> And I thought well, typical baker luck again oh no it's supposed to be like that yeah but that's my favorite image, which is like birds in the tree
0: Lovely. of course
1: we've got those small uh, Michael Kennedy that small book of birds didn't he yes and What a beautiful little book you know, yeah that's a, so, so, yeah almost that, that, my mind
0: yeah that that that's the whole series of books yeah uh... Of which has got Penty's book as well, and there's been a whole series of them, all the Barb books, the French publisher A E X Atelier, I think it is. But yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful. My mind, that's
1: almost the most. Yeah, to my mind, it's almost the most perfect small book. It's beautifully made, and um,
0: yeah, yeah, it's absolutely yeah,
1: real Um Okay, so that's the sort of five. I could honestly, there's other choices. um,
0: absolutely there's there's always more choices but and that's most most people's complaints is the fact that it was really hard to select only five but that that's the that's the point of i said you can select 10 books people would select 10 books and then still say oh but there's more that i could have chosen so (laughs) um it's a yeah i i i guess the last two Books. Um, I didn't know what the first three would be, but certainly, yeah, I suspected that uh, you would bring up. Uh, Can you hear? The, Can you hear the wind blows? And also, at least one of Jeffrey's Tonley's uh, books. but yeah. uh, Because, as you say, it's like the the tactile experience of the books is fantastic. And certainly, in Israeli presses, as, as we've kind of chatted about a lot, really use very, very beautiful quality papers that that emphasise and really bring out the best in the images and and you notice it that's the thing and you you remember these things and it's the same with any other with any other book from any other any other publishers if you get the right paper choice that really suits and works for for the images you remember these things and just the tactile experience and the tactile elements of the book they just separate it from every other book i think
1: that's often the um I've got all these constructed C series, which I'd like to sort of maybe ping out, but I've printed them all and I put them in a portfolio, and they're all on photo speed, natural soft texture, bright white, and and that paper really, really suits those images well. Yeah. And I thought, how can you get that experience into a book form? Well, the only way of doing it is maybe is making, you know, a concertina book because it's too thick paper to stitch.
0: Yep, yeah.
1: Or clamp together. I mean, I've got no, you know, I just thought maybe i just, I'll tell you what I might just do is just, um, you know, you could just print 30 of the images and a cover and stick some bulldog clips on the end. You know what I mean? It's just, but you, then you've got the way, you've got it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a book? I don't know. But then you've got that that lovely paper and experience in that lovely out there, and that's that's a real leap, I think. Book design, I don't know enough about it. I've seen some wonderfully designed books, laser cut covers, which I thought was lovely. I look, I'm looking into that for some book, for yep. a of book, and other things and innovations where you get fold-outs and this that, and the other and little bits and bobs. And Schoener is very good that for a handmade book. There'd be suddenly a, a pocket in there with stuff. And if you see, what's in this, little yes. One, wonderful stuff yeah. but um normally you're 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 constrained by this sort of format yeah. so it's a paper choice which is the wonderful thing to do you
0: know? yeah well that, that's it for most people uh, you you are constrained to a very traditional format uh, if you start going down concertina books for the majority of us you're it's basically a handmade book and obviously when you start making handmade such as shown and, and others do you can begin to incorporate some more unique styles but it's not something that um is is really easy to produce on on mass um whereas yes for the, for the majority it's it's through your paper choices and internally and yeah. if you're doing a hard cover do you do printed or do you do cloth bound and even for it for the softback covers you've then got a choice of well what sort of paper do you go for you maybe try and go for something in color plan with a a bit, of, a bit of texture to it and if you're then doing your handmade book you can then begin to be really specific with your paper choices such as your natural bright white or I, I use platinum etching for all my stuff these days and but you yeah you've, you've got you've got far more flexibility by getting your you're then down the handmade route but if you're only doing a book for yourself or, or a very very small run then then these things work I think
1: yeah, I think it depends. You know, you can get, even in not the format, I've seen like um, newspaper type thing. I mean, Mark Massey he does all this Essex girl stuff. He's got yep. some exhibition coming up and he's produced like a newspaper with yep. stuff on there as well. And it's, you know, it's a wonderful thing to, the thing, thing to do. Um, you know, it's, it's um, yeah, you're only limited really by your own imagination. And um, half the trick is finding Somebody to do something that you want to do, yeah. And so, um, the good outfall from the March Days book is that the tariff printer he's got a pal who does laser cutting. And I thought, right. Yes, I want something to do. Could you know for a short run book of maybe 10 copies, could you do a laser cut cover for this that, and the other? And you probably yeah. can do. And other things. So that's quite an interesting, you know, thing from there,
0: isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's finding it's finding different options. And even even if you only do a run of 10 with the laser cut, you can still do a a a, a larger run of maybe more the traditional printed form if if that's the route that you go down. Mm. But um, but yeah, it's exploring all these options and um, there's certainly popularity in, in self-publishing work these days. It's far more enjoyable. Yeah. Yes, indeed,
1: that, and that's a very satisfying. I suppose that's the message that goes out, isn't it? Really, it's, it's yeah. surprisingly um, not not necessarily easy, but surprisingly accessible to so many yes. people. Yeah. And um, you know, the sequencing, editing, fun—it's it, fantastic. Have I got a project and that sort of stuff? Yeah. But you know, I will say, you know, if, if you've got a project, it's fantastic. But a lot of people kickstart, don't they? Really say, oh, well, this is a fantastic project, and you don't see anything else.
0: Yeah, that's it, yeah. Whereas, yeah, sometimes it's best. So it's,
1: if you've got a body of work.
0: Yeah, that's it. But no, yeah, it's it's always interesting. And as you say, it's accessibility yeah. of, of self-publishing these days or making books that I think, I think is what is really attractive and, and interesting for people.
1: Yeah, indeed. And it's, it's fantastic to see the work out there. And um, if you are on, say, Twitter, ignore the other flack that goes on around <laughs> That nonsense place, good yeah. lord! And uh, uh, it's good to go out there. And the Biblioscape forum is a lovely safe space for, <laughs> for yes. to, uh, to show work. That's it. See what adventures you're up to and that sorts of things. Yeah. yeah, and
0: it's yeah, it's it's a it's a nice place for just some very uh, simple photo book related discussions. Chat about. What what people are working on, what people have seen, new books people have found, but also yeah, just for asking questions, nothing is a, nothing is a silly question, and getting yeah, a, wi- yeah, a wide a really variety a wide variety of feedback from people all over the world. So yeah, it's working. Yeah, well. yeah,
1: yeah, it's fantastic. It's really really good. So uh, that's well done you, and um, also for the list of uh, you know suppliers and things and what have you, which is good. Yeah, um, you know, discovering diff- different things. I went through a phase of. Um, I still am I'm printing on a uh, overhead projector stuff to go for a light box, many different layers. Yes. And, uh, and Paul Kenny said, Oh, I found someone who does some really good sort of work in um, Newcastle. And, uh, and so it's just that sort of, you know, you might be bending someone's ear about that issue. Precisely. Said, oh, I've got a solution to that. And yeah. It's fantastic. You know?
0: Indeed. Yeah. Well, on that note, David it has been a pleasure okay. chatting to you. I think, uh, it's only taken me ninety or so episodes to get you on, but uh, you've eventually published a <laughs> book, and we we didn't have to talk too much about how inconsiderate uh, Sea Fever is for accommodating on a bookshelf. But uh, it wasn't
1: my fault.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. I think I think people are waiting for Sea Fever too, um, but probably with anticipated fear that it might it might be even bigger than what Sea yeah. Fever. Sea Fever, the original was, but uh, no, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you, David, um, about about your book ventures. Thank you very much. Fantastic,
1: thanks very much, and to everybody, yeah, brilliant. Thanks for listening, and um, yeah. yeah, print your work.
0: Absolutely, cheers, David. Cheers. All
1: right, nice one. Take care.